from our 901 Mission Street studios, you are listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Hey, and welcome to Startups of the Week Season 2. I'm Trisha, and I'm with Alex. Hey. This week, another food delivery company has just raised $12 million. Cisco bought a company called A Company, and HealthTap fires its CEO for misconduct. Welcome to our Startup of the Week series. I'm Trisha Thadani, a general assignment business reporter here at The Chronicle, joined by Alex Wilhelm, editor-in-chief of Crunchbase News. Hello. We've been on a long hiatus from the video portion, yes. but we are very excited to be back today. We're both in the same city, able to do this meetup in person. Um, so for our regular listeners, you already know the drill, but uh, do you want to tell us what exactly we do here? Yes. So every week we find and highlight three startups or three startup deals in the area. Um, we pick one company that's trending on Crunchbase, and that means that it's kind of gaining a lot more search interest than usual. And that company, we look for a smaller firm, so raised mm-hmm. less than $50 million in funding that has not been acquired or raised money recently. Right. Our second category is an acquisition, so a Bay Area tech company that got bought by someone else. We try mm-hmm. to pick the most interesting one of those. Some weeks, there are no interesting ones. Some weeks, there are like 55. Mm-hmm. Um, if we could spread them out a little more, please, industry, that'd be great. <laughs> and then uh, for our third category, we pick a funding round. Um, that caught our eye, and we do have a slight bias towards larger rounds in general. Right. Yeah. All right. So the first company this week, I feel like it's a type of company that we've been talking about like every week on this podcast. Yes. Um, and so side note, I was in India recently. Yes, you were. And so I was talking to them about the startup industry there. And they were saying how, you know, it's, this is like a breeding ground for entrepreneurs because there's so many problems, like actual problems in India to solve, like mm-hmm. with, with traffic and waste and all that stuff. Um, and then they're like, but in the U.S., it's all these champagne problems. Champagne? <laughs> is that what they say? Yeah. Oh, man. And, and so I think the, com- the company we're about to talk about, I think, is a very interesting company. But I think it's kind of a champagne problem in a way, if you know what I mean. I, I know precisely what you mean because, as I mentioned before on the show, Crunchbase has uh, some catered food. And mm-hmm. I forget if it's Zesty or Zero Cater, but it's one of the two. Yeah. And yesterday they brought sushi to the office, mm. and I don't eat fish. And so I stormed out of the office in a, in a huff. Like, I have to leave to get food. This mm. is trash. Hashtag champagne problem. <sighs> yes, I am indeed Anyways, a living person. so <laughs> to tell you about the company, so it's a company called Zero Cater. Yes. Um, so they do catering for companies so they um they coordinate like food delivery for companies and whatever um but the reason i call this a champagne problem is because there's three companies like this mm-hmm. and that we've talked about on this show so zero cater was the first one that we talked about but then there was eat club yes. which is the same exact thing mm-hmm. a little different um eat club is when you could pick the food you, you could pick the food yourself. where zero caters they order from restaurants and yes. Um, and then what was the next one? Zesty, Zesty, which Square bought, which Square just bought. So we're, that's why we were talking about it. But anyways, but investors are very interested in these companies. Clearly, um, so Zero Cater they just raised twelve million dollars, bringing them up to about seventeen. I I want to somewhere around there. Okay. Um, and yeah, but my my main question about this is like, how long? Like, why is there such a interest in these kinds of companies that there's three of them well three is not a huge number of companies for one startup vertical okay. um, my favorite example of this going back to the era of palm pilots 
Palm so, Pilots. Oh, palm little pilots. handheld computers what that were pre smartphones. <laughs> it was like a smartphone but with no internet. It was ah. great. Um, before my time. Before both, before both of our, ouch, yes, before my time too. Anyways, uh, way back in the day, there was this boom called slate computing. This was back, I think, in like, God, the late 80s, early 90s. Mm-hmm. And there were a bunch of startups that were built uh, to compete with Palm in this space, and they all died. Mm-hmm. And so one thing we do see quite often in the startup ecosystem, as far as I can tell throughout time, is um, pockets of companies that have a similar kind of vision right. of come up and then most of them fail or get acquired or kind of mm. consolidate. In this case, we've seen one consolidation through an acquisition. So that was with Zesty. With Zesty and now week. more money for uh, zero cater. Right. Um, and then the other thing is it's a cultural thing because right. I think Dropbox and other big companies got their own kitchen staff mm-hmm. and got their own you know, in-house you know, like dining rooms and every other company wants to compete with that in some way because it's a perk that's very attractive when right. you're trying to hire. So right. Zero Cater will bring in food to your office yeah. every day. And they have, they have a couple of huge... Do you guys, you guys use Zero Cater? I, think, I think it's Zero Cater. If okay. it's not, I'm sorry, Zesty, <laughs> it's actually you. Um, so, I mean, they have so many customers like, and they're ranging from the small scrappy startup of 20 people to something as big as Salesforce as one of their customers as well, wow. which is very interesting. Um, so they just filled, I'm sorry, they just raised $12 million. And so I was like, what are you going to do with all that? Like, <laughs> what are you going to do with all that money? And can I have some? No. Um, and so the CEO, Aram Sabedi, I hope I pronounced that right. Sure. Um, he said they're going to use that to expand their snack delivery portion or their snack delivery service across the country okay um but to do that they need to fill a lot of positions how many positions we're talking about so they he said that they have over 100 positions to fill like across the board and and we've talked we've alluded to this on the show is like how hard it is to actually hire in silicon valley or in san francisco um just based on like the competition of for talent here. Yeah. Um, do you want to speak to that a little bit? I think it's such a fascinating... Well, yeah, so there's, there's kind of concentric talent circles of hell. And uh, the closer you get can to... Can we say that word on that? Anyways. Um, we... Anyways. I think, I think we can, actually. I think that one is family-friendly. They said it in church growing up, so I think okay. we're okay. Yes. I think that's the... Okay. It's a Lutheran church, Missouri Synod says it, we're good. If the show gets discontinued... Uh, I will take full blame <laughs> okay. and then send myself to heck uh, for such a transgression. Um... So the talent wars get worse the closer you are to a tech hub. Mm, So if you're in the Seattle area, the closer you get to Seattle, the more um, vicious it gets for talent. But the thing is, everyone knows that about tech. The big tech centers like in San Francisco, Silicon Valley, Seattle, um, MIT-ish area and Mm -hmm. all of that. But we're also seeing a general tightening of the labor market in and around the United States. So unemployment is now under 4%. Right. And we're very near to full employment if you take a look at the stats in a certain way. But what matters is... If you're a company like ZeroCater, you don't just need technology talent. You don't just need developers. Right. You need to have and staff, and, and, and staff and yeah. sales and support and right. customer success and all this. That's a lot of different types of talent around the country. But they're running into a tech crunch mm-hmm. where they can't get the talent they need on the tech side in probably their headquarters area. Right. And in the rest of the country, a tight labor market. Right. So it's hard probably in both areas for yeah. them, which is not the way it would have been three years ago. Yeah, and, I'm, and I don't know... Obviously, I don't know what their average salary is there, but I'm sure it would pale in comparison to what good talent would get offered at Google or Facebook or any of these other you big know, startups companies. Startups have to compete with stock in that. In that yeah. They just, we'll give you more of the company to come work for us because you'll get better perks at right. Google and we all know it. Yeah. That's the competition. Um, another interesting thing about this is, so I asked, at the end of most of these interviews with, um, with these startups, I always ask, are you profitable? 
what how much <laughs> revenue do you have? Knowing they'll probably not answer it, but sometimes they get a pretty interesting answer. So Ram, the CEO, told me that they were profitable, but now they're reinvesting that money. Um, is that common for a startup to do? So it's very common for a company to raise money okay. and then spend more. It's called mm-hmm. taking up your burn because yeah. you hire people that you couldn't hire before because now you have the capital to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's rare for a startup to be profitable ever. Right. Which and, is why I was shocked. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I'm like, this is well good for them. Yeah. Um, but for them to be profitable and then raise more money and then increase their spend and run a deficit for a short period of time or a medium period of time, totally standard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So not a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like... These companies, there's so many of them, but there's always so much to talk about with them. They're really interesting. Well, they're about food, and yeah. I like food. Food is And fun. food's a topic that I get. It's very tangible. It's not like what we're about to talk about. Um, <laughs> Great we, transition. Thank you. Yeah. So here we go into the muck. Trisha, lead on. So Cisco, um, <laughs> a company that I kind of forgot about. Um, you don't hear of much, or at least I don't hear of Not much. in our circles. Yeah, so. not in our circle. Um, so Cisco, a tech behemoth. Um, just acquired a artificial intelligence startup called a company. A C C O M P A P A N Y. Not a company, but a company. Which sounds just like a company. Yes. Yes. Anyways, um, um, so- I'm gonna let you take this one away. Okay, so... Tell our viewers why a, they should care about we this. We did a bunch of stuff on this. Well, first of all, Cisco is not just a tech behemoth. It's worth $220 billion. So mm. it's so one... So bigger than a behemoth? Um, a, a two behemoths hot glued together, I think, would be... <laughs> no, but look, there's the big five. Apple, Amazon, Facebook, Alphabet, and Microsoft, yeah. right? And then there is a lot of companies that are worth 10, 15, 20 billion. Right. Um, and then in the 100 to $200 billion range is Salesforce and apparently Cisco. So these are enormous oh, wow. firms okay. that are not quite as big as, as Alphabet or Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a, it's a critically huge company that's making a, a large bet. Second, mm-hmm. a company... The firm being acquired, not that company, well, also that company, but you know what I mean. Uh, raised what a name. 40, yeah, guys, why? <laughs> I know you had a meeting about this. Why? They raised $40.6 million throughout the life of their firm. So they raised a substantial amount of money, uh-huh. and they were bought by a very large company. That generally implies, directionally, that it was a large deal. Okay. Um, and then what matters is that we were doing this before the show, we were prepping, and yeah. we discovered that Cisco has collaboration tools that are apparently the area of their product line that a company, uh-huh. this company, uh-huh. will be slotted into to bring more AI to Cisco. So to make this tangible for our <laughs> viewers, how um, as a user of a Cisco technology, how would this, how would I be able to use this? Do you know? Well, they have a number of, well, so the, the collaborative side of Cisco is multifaceted. So what I don't know is precisely which area of, the, I pulled it up here. They have unified comms, customer care, conferencing, and collaboration. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know which section of that they're going to plug a company into, but this fits under the broader umbrella of everyone working on AI at the same time. Okay. So that's how I would that's think about That's the wider this. point. Yeah, the wider point yeah. is it's an AI-focused startup. Right. Cisco needs more of that tech. And right. so they've gone out and taken a big wad of that legacy money and going, come here. <laughs> come help us do the thing. And that is how startups are made. Or <laughs> Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> so um, the next company was uh, trending this week for more salacious reasons. Yes. Um, so it's a digital health, com- health, digital health company called HealthTap. Um, and so they were trending this week because their, um, their founder, Ron Gutman, um, he was removed from the company 
not a company, the company. In this case, the actual company. <laughs> the actual company um, for alleged mistreatment of his employees. Yes. Um, now, this is not a new story in Silicon Valley by any means. Um, but how many more of these are we going to are we going to hear? I'm sure there. I'm sure there's an endless amount. But you know. well, this is a um, a kind of harassment toxicity thing, but not a sexual harassment right, case. Right. So there's, there's a distinction there because often we talk about harassment in venture capital with mm-hmm. like binary capital and so forth. Those have mostly been sexual harassment cases. In, right. in this instance, though, the health tech CEO apparently was just an awful human. Right. Abusive and toxic and, you know, just belittling Allegedly. People. Allegedly. Yes. Definitely underline that. Anyone who's watching, allegedly. Um, <laughs> so we're seeing a different sort of toxic behavior allegedly occur. Yeah. Um, which I think points to how broad it is. You said how much more of this is there? Yeah. A lot. But this was, this was very reminiscent of what had happened at Uber in a way where Travis Kalanick, he wasn't, uh, the CEO wasn't accused of sexual harassment himself, but instead of creating and like harvesting this toxic workplace environment. Yes. Yeah. Which is now not okay. I mean, like right. people, if you watch like old movies about Wall Street, everyone's shouting, you're yeah. nothing. Ah. Here in Silicon <laughs> Valley, I think we all, we imported that kind of God of the universe, uh, master of the universe, like, um, I don't know, not mythology, but like ethos. Yeah. And now that seems to not be okay. You can't it just, shouldn't be okay. it should yeah. never have been okay. Yeah. But now you can't steamroll people and get away with it because this will happen to you. You will be fired from your company by your board. Yeah. Uh, in, for people who don't know, in Silicon Valley, boards and investors don't usually fight with CEOs and founders because mm-hmm. it makes mm-hmm. them look um, not as founder-friendly as they could be, and therefore mm-hmm. they'll get locked out of deals in the future. Right. So to actually do this as a board is an enormously big public signal yeah. that there was something horribly wrong. Yeah. Um, and I liked how Recode, who broke the story, had summed it up. They said, um, all in all, it's another flashpoint in the tension between Silicon Valley CEOs and the boards trying to reel them in. Yes. That's a good way to put yes. it. And this will get even more exacerbated when the market turns and things get harder. Mm. Yes. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> we'll be on the air. Um, we'll be here. Um, anyways, thank you so much for tuning in, um, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Read more startups coverage at sfchronicle.com and crunchbase.news. I'm Trisha Thirani. And I'm Alex Wilhelm. And this is Startups of the Week. You've been listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Our executive producer is Fernando Diaz. Our editor-in-chief is Audrey Cooper. And our producers are Peter Hartlob, Brittany Schell, and Claire Varelos. The music you just heard is Botfest by Alex Vaughn. If you like what you heard, good news, there's more. Listen to Chronicle Podcasts and get bonus content at sfchronicle.com slash podcast or subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, or other streaming services.